0: How's it going, everyone? This is Jason Navarro. You're listening to Tongues Out Podcast. And let's just jump right into today's subject, where essentially, first, I want to congratulate myself for once in uh, a long time, not spending a ton of money on a Black Friday. (laughs) Uh, I essentially only got um, just a, a few things. I actually got a television for my daughter, uh so she can watch uh some of her non-advertisement Nicolo- favorite Nickelodeon shows, which are Blues Clues, um Bubble Guppies, and uh sometimes Peppa Pig and Um there's a new one. It's a new show that just came out recently and I'm forgetting the name of it. Santiago. Santiago he's like a pirate. But I don't know if she's like into the show or if she's into him. My my daughter um she definitely loves boys, which is the cutest thing uh, ever. So hopefully she grows out of that, out of that, or I'm gonna have uh, a lot of issues when she gets older. But um, yeah, actually, outside of that, I just got a few things, um, just like some small items. But I I did not spend nowhere near as as much as I thought I would, especially during this pandemic. And funny enough, I actually went against what a lot of people actually did for, uh, I think the statistics was, um, it compared to last year's black Friday sales was like almost 21%. So that's a huge margin. And it seems like a lot of people must've been saving a lot of their money for black Friday to make all their purchases now for the holidays and for things that they need around the house. And it makes sense. You know, you don't have that much money, fluid and liquid, um, available to spend anywhere and I could also tell there was a big big push on Black Friday as well from retailers like massive and like I try my hardest to not be exposed to marketing and advertisements but I I still see them occasionally when I have to go to like a different website or whatever and there's nothing I could really do about like I can stop like video ads but I just can't stop like the other advertisements as well I mean there is ways to do it I just I'm not I'm not just going to go, I'm not that hardcore of a techie person where essentially I'm like adding every extension and and every program necessary to block ads. Like I don't mind some ads as long as it's not too crazy, but I could tell from those ads that are available that uh, retailers were, were marketing a lot. So that could probably be another reason why they had such a phenomenal year this year with sales. And and that's not even including Cyber Monday which some stores actually do cyber Monday deals on over the weekend going into Monday and even past that. So still a good time for people to buy things. I'm just really uh, being restrained and not allowing myself to jump into that because whether there's a pandemic or not, generally I would take advantage of uh, these great deals, especially being a tech fanatic. But this podcast is actually not anything to do with that. Uh, I was just, just thinking about it when I was reading that statistic today. I was like, wow. Holy cow. I mean, it makes sense, but I'm glad that I was not a part of that, um, part of that group of people because I honestly, I think of all my purchases combined, I think it was probably like an amount of like $300, which if you know anything about me, which some of my good friends know, that's literally nowhere near what I would normally spend during a, a holiday like this. But anyways, um... I actually want to talk about something that I found super interesting. So I've been a pro military person for phew, since I was a kid since like way being young. Like I, I have the outmost respect for military individuals, uh, for any first responders, like police officers, firefighters or firefighters, um, outmost respect for, for anyone In that field. Also like our intelligence community. Um, Because I just felt like. We wouldn't be in the position that we are as a country. If it wasn't for the work of these individuals. There are bad apples everywhere. Of course. And there. uh, I hate using that term actually. There's just bad people everywhere. And any kind of category of of industry. Or whatever it might be. You're always going to find bad people. And it's unfortunate that we live in a society where the the extreme vocalities of uh um like right like the the super huge donor that donates a billion dollars to people all the way to like the guy that uh like flat out murders an innocent person as a police officer those are the the, the that's where the news exists it's in the extremities of either the extremities of good and the extremities of bad and unfortunately, people don't appreciate just the daily good that people do, like the just the day-to-day stuff. And I'm, I mean, I might be guilty of that as well. And it's just been the narrative that's kind of been pushed on all of us. And so it's understanding why people don't really uh, appreciate those things as much, unless it happens for them or, or towards them or they do it to other people. And uh, again, like the small bad stuff, like most people don't really care too much about as well. But I mean, like any bad is bad anyway. It's Like you, sh- you shouldn't be a bad person. You should always just stri- strive to be a good person. But, um, I actually for once had that perspective challenged and I love playing devil's advocate. I love looking at points and not being fixated on, on my perspective on, on an idea or, uh, uh, Yeah. Just on anything. Like I like to think that I can be fluid with my, my thoughts. And, and I've always been a proponent of, of this one statement that I'm about to say right now. I'm a horrible person to, uh, take their word for like horrible. Like I've, I've had it thrown in my face a million times. Like Jason, you've said you were going to do this and you didn't end up doing it. Or Jason, you said you wanted to do this and you ended up not doing it. Or Jason, whatever. You didn't do it. And the easy thing for me to say is that I, I procrastinate and I, I I don't want to do that thing because it requires effort. But it's actually not that. It's actually after further consideration with more relevant information on top of the fact that I know how I am and I, I don't want to put effort into something that I know at the end of the day I'm not going to appreciate or enjoy doing. I'm just not, I'm not willing to do it anymore. Like it sounded like a good idea at first, but after further research, I just don't want to do that thing or I don't want to start that thing, whatever it might be. And, um, my wife gives me a hard time about this. And a lot of, uh, I have a lot of friends that are like very conservative on this point, like where like they, they value their word as like the most powerful thing. But to me, I don't really ever understand the idea of allowing your past self to ever dictate something that your future self does. And what I mean is that why allow something like, let's say today I wanted to make uh, a change. Let's say I wanted to buy a Tesla, right? And I uh, I, I fought, like the idea is I want to buy a Tesla because I know that over the span of five years, my carbon footprint is going to be a lot less than the, um, the car I'm driving right now. Even though I'm not driving that much anyways, I feel better that in the period that hopefully the pandemic ends when i do start driving again especially for work that this tesla is going to generate less carbon than than my car but then like and this i already know the answer to this but let's say i get the tesla and i charge it at uh other other charging locations because i don't really feel like i need it or i charge it here at home Unless I get solar panels, and I'm not going to because the house I live in at the moment, I'm renting, so I'm not going to pay for solar panels on a rental. So I'm charging my car, and I know that the power coming from the power grid here in Las Vegas is predominantly not from a solar source. It's from uh, a dirty energy source. And you could argue that the carbon footprint that I'm leaving behind for the Tesla actually is worse than the gasoline I'm burning in my fuel efficient gasoline car. It's not a gas guzzler. Like if my car was a gas guzzler, then sure it would make sense. But since my car is not a gas guzzler. It's actually very fuel efficient. It's a four cylinder. Um, it's a, like a, you know, a really nice, uh, vehicle. That's not, it's, it's a four cylinder turbo car. I don't know why I'm not, I'm hesitating on like saying what my car is, but, um, yeah, it essentially, it's it's not. It's got like 33 miles to a gallon, I think, on the highway, and like 29 in city, which is pretty great, actually. No one near as good as a Tesla, but it's pretty good. And so, when I'm like, when I initially made the decision, it sounded good to me, right? It sounded like I was going to make an impact. I was also going to be driving in a car that I found I found very interesting, and I. I uh, they're super safe. in my, in my opinion, like the, the safety standards is pretty great. But after, when you research all those points that I feel like Tesla is a good selling point, right? They're safe cars. They're reliable. You, recently, there's a lot of news that there's been a lot of issues with Tesla's, especially like if you get into a really bad car accident, your fuel cells could potentially like burst out of your, your car and fly out and hit other people's houses and catch them on fire. And um, you know the autopilot can can cause issues as well, which is not super safe. And the reliability of the Teslas, honestly, if you just look at the manufacturing, they've been plagued every since Tesla's been in car manufacturing, at least in the mass scale approach. Since the Model S, they're um the way that they build the vehicles, they're very different. Every other like every car is very different it's because they don't have a very good standardized way of building these cars out. And so you'll find certain anomalies or inconsistencies with the car that you buy. You might see that the, the, your trunk is not properly aligned. You might see the paint job isn't done properly on your Tesla. Right. And so like if you factor all of these things, plus the cost over the years and the registration cost here in Las Vegas, it's going to cost me more money. It's probably not as good uh, environmentally as my car that I'm driving that I'm not even driving at the moment, lack of driving because of the pandemic and the safety features are hopeful and they do seem like they are definitely better than the package that I have on my car at the moment. But, um, I knock on wood, haven't been in, in an accident in, in quite some time since I started driving again. And so, um, when you factor all of that stuff in, why would I buy a Tesla now? And that actually tells a true story. I actually, when the Model 3 first got announced, I put a deposit down for a Model 3. And I was about to get a Model 3. And I actually told a million of my coworkers, I probably got maybe eight people, friends of mine, to put a deposit down on the Tesla Model 3. And of all the eight, I was one of four or five people, and I was the first to back out of my dep- and take my deposit back for the Model 3 3 months before I could take delivery of it and it was because of the fact that I just after realization it just didn't make sense to me and I'm glad that that I allow myself to do those things sometimes where I allow my future self to be informed and gather information and then make a more informed decision and again there's no way of knowing if even that future self is making the right decision. Maybe my original idea is true. Maybe these cars after upgrades are better. Maybe the new 2021 Teslas are better reliable. And um, I don't know, maybe my landlord tomorrow will put in a solar panel and uh, on this house. And so essentially what was a good idea initially, I realized wasn't a good idea, but then lo and behold, luck and fate chose to present a different scenario, I'm able to reflect on these things in the future. Whereas I'm just not going to just be like, Oh, because I said something in the past, I'm just going to do it. Uh, there are exceptions to that one being this podcast, right? I'm, I'm, I say I want to do it every single day as a, as a daily diary. And that's because it's more, uh, true to what I care more about, but I've got off in a tangent again. I'm so sorry, everyone on this podcast, but essentially you know what? I'm going to save what I actually want to talk about for tomorrow. We'll save it for tomorrow, actually, because this podcast, I don't want to be it too long. And uh, this subject, when I delve into it, it's going to be a long delve into. It might be even something to justify getting someone on as well after I do this initial podcast to uh, especially someone that, um, oh, my God, this is going to – this really uh, – my family has – a part like one of their best friends actually their husband and wife and they worked in this specific field i don't want to say their names but uh i want to talk about the cia tomorrow and something that i was exposed to yesterday that really got me to challenge this whole perspective of being uh pro-military and pro uh everything like pro first responders And really getting me to look differently and through a different optic at a specific organization. And this is not every organization. This is just this specific organization. And getting me almost to question whether I really do support the CIA or not. But that will be for tomorrow. Ultimately, uh, this podcast, I I delved into quite a few things. uh, But the biggest thing that I want a lot of people to take away from this podcast is if I say I'm going to do something you know, follow up with me a week later and ask me if I still think that it's a good idea. That's the, like, if you're a good friend of mine, you're going to do that. Like none of my really good friends are bothered by the fact that I change my mind on things because they understand at this point, they're like, okay, Jason put forethought into this and it doesn't seem logical to him. And so he's not going to do it. And, and they're like, okay, fine. So like, let me ask him why, why he thinks we shouldn't do this thing or why he shouldn't buy this thing or or do this thing. And so, so I can give my opinion on it because, uh, I, I, those are my good friends. Those, those are the people that really understand me that really like, are like, okay, wow. So why'd you change your mind on this? Instead of being like, wow, dude, you said you were going to do this and now you didn't do it. I can't stand people that do that with me. Like, because and I, it's not their fault because they're just so used to people like having this value of what their word means, but if you understand me, you understand that like I care more about more information and like when I'm exposed to more when I when I say I'm going to do something, I then put research behind it after the fact, like further research. Like my initial research might show me that I should make this decision, but then as I get closer to making that critical decision, I I do enjoy the fact that I don't allow my my more ignorant self from the past to continue making that decision when I know it's definitely not the right call. But, um, so that's what I, I guess I want this podcast to be about. And then tomorrow's will definitely be about my thoughts on the CIA organization. And, uh, again, this is probably going to get some hate and I would, I would actually love they're really close. They're really close to our family. I would love to get one of them on to talk about this, but their time is a billion times more valuable than mine. Um, but they've done some pretty wild things and, uh, I know if I shared this with them, they would probably be very argumentative with me about some of the points I would bring up. But on that note, thank you guys so much for listening to today's podcast, and I look forward to talking to you guys mañana. Peace.